ऑल इंडिया रेडियो प्रेजेंट्स मॉर्निंग न्यूज गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम सुनील वर्मा एंड विथ मी इज सुभद्रा रामाचंद्रन द हेडलाइंस प्राइम मिनिस्टर नरेंद्र मोदी अनाउंसेस फ्री वैक्सीन टू ऑल अबव 18 इयर्स फ्रॉम 21st ऑफ जून सेज गवर्नमेंट नॉट ओनली एनहांस्ड स्पीड बट ऑल्सो वाइडन दिट ऑफ वैक्सीनेशन प्रधानमंत्री गरीब कल्याण अन्न योजना एक्सटेंडेड टिल दिवाली ओवर एटी क्रोब कंट्रीमेंट टू गेट फ्री फूड ग्रेन टिल नवम्बर स्टेट गवर्नमेंट एंड अदर स्टेक होल्डर्स वेलकम प्राइम मिनिस्टर्स डिसीजन टू प्रोवाइड फ्री ऑफ कॉस्ट वैक्सीन एंड फूड ग्रेन नेशनल कोविड नाइन्टीन रिकवरी रेट स्टैंड एट नाइन्टी थ्री पॉइंट नाइन फोर परसेंट इंडियन नेवी इंडक्स World Bank approves 500 million dollar program to help boost India's MSME sector. Bombay Stock Exchange crosses milestone of 7 crore registered users. Maldives Foreign Minister Abdullah Shahid elected as president of 76th session of UN General Assembly. India defeated Bangladesh 2-0 in AFC Asian Cup 2023 qualifiers at Doha. And in tennis Defending champion Rafael Nadal enters quarterfinals of French Open. Maria Sakkari becomes first Greek woman to reach a Grand Slam singles quarterfinal. In the wake of COVID-19, we appeal to our listeners not to lower their guard and stay safe and protected by following these four simple steps. Wear a face mask, maintain 2 gaz ki doori for social distancing. focus on hand and face hygiene and get vaccinated for providing covid related information and guidance to the people national helpline number 011 and 1075 are operational and now the news prime minister narendra modi has announced that the central government will provide free vaccines to states for all above 18 years of age starting from 21st of june Addressing the nation last evening Mr Modi said no state government will have to spend anything on the vaccine and the center will provide free vaccines to all the countrymen Aaj ye nirnay liya gaya hai ki rajyon ke paas vaccination se juda jo 25% kaam tha uski zimmedari bhi Bharat sarkar uthayegi 21 June somvar se desh ke har rajya mein 18 वर्ष से ऊपर की उम्र के सभी नागरिकों के लिए भारत सरकार राज्यों को मुफ्त वैक्सीन मुहैया कराएगी मिस्टर मोदी सेड दो द गवर्नमेंट विल प्रोवाइड फ्री वैक्सीन टू ऑल द कंट्रीमेन दोज हु वॉन्ट टू पे फॉर द सेम कैन गेट वैक्सीनेटेड एट प्राइवेट हॉस्पिटल्स ही एडेड दैट प्राइवेट हॉस्पिटल्स विल बी एबल टू चार्ज मैक्सिमम सर्विस चार्ज ऑफ हंड्रेड फॉर अ सिंगल डोज after the fixed price of the vaccine mr modi said the task of monitoring will remain with the state governments jo vyakti mukt mein vaccine nahi lagwana chahte private hospital mein vaccine lagwana chahte hain unka bhi dhyan rakha gaya hai desh mein ban rahi vaccine mein se 25 pratishat private sector ke hospital seedhe le paaye ye vyavastha jari rahegi प्राइवेट अस्पताल वैक्सीन की निर्धारित कीमत के उपरांत एक डोज पर अधिकतम एक सौ पचास रूपये ही 
सर्विस चार्ज ले सकेंगे मिस्टर मोदी सेड दैट बाय वर्किंग इन मिशन मोड द गवर्नमेंट रेज द वैक्सीनेशन कवरेज फ्रॉम 60% टू 90% इन 5 टू 6 इयर्स He said the government not only enhanced the speed but also widened the ambit of vaccination. Mr Modi said this time India warded off all the apprehensions and through clear intentions, clear policy and constant hard work not just one but two made in India vaccines for covid were launched in the country. भारत में एक साल के भीतर ही एक नहीं बल्कि दो मेड इन इंडिया वैक्सीन लॉन्च कर दी हमारे देश ने देश के वैज्ञानिकों ने ये दिखा दिया कि भारत बड़े बड़े देशों से पीछे नहीं है आज जब मैं आपसे बात कर रहा हूं तो देश में 23 करोड़ से ज्यादा वैक्सीन की डोज दी जा चुकी है Recalling the unprecedented rise in the demand for medical oxygen during the second wave during the months of April and May Mr Modi said that the challenge was met at war footing deploying all the systems of the government he said in the history of India this level of demand for medical oxygen was never experienced the prime minister informed that pradhan mantri gareeb kalyan anna yojana has been extended till diwali he said in this time of the pandemic the government is standing with the poor Mr Modi said free food grains will be available in fixed quantity every month to more than 80 crore countrymen till November Sarkar ne faisla liya hai ki Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana ko ab Deepavali tak aage badhaya jayega yani November tak 80 crore se adhik deshwasiyon ko har mahine tay matra mein mufta anaj uplabdh hoga BJP president JP Nadda hailed Prime Minister Narendra Modi's announcement that vaccination will be provided free to all above 18 and said the BJP led government is with every Indian in the fight against COVID-19 in a series of tweets Mr Nadda said the country is undertaking a successful vaccination journey he said wherever the country has faced a crisis Prime Minister Modi has led from the front Himachal Pradesh Chief Minister Jairam Thakur has thanked the Prime Minister for announcing free vaccines to all the states for inoculation of all people belonging to age group of 18 years and above from 21st of June. Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar has thanked Prime Minister Narendra Modi for providing free vaccines to states for above 18 years age group. In a tweet, Mr. Kumar said, "The extension of PM Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana till Diwali will be very useful and commendable." The Chief Minister said, "These steps will be very helpful in winning the fight against Corona." Tamil Nadu Chief Minister N.K. Stalin has also welcomed Prime Minister's statement on procurement of vaccines. In a tweet, he said that the centre is to procure 75% of vaccines produced in the country and provide them to the states free of cost. He also appreciated the Prime Minister for reversing his government's previous position. Nagaland Chief Minister Nephew Rio has welcomed the central government's decision to provide free vaccine to all. Chief Minister Rio in a tweet said he is grateful to Prime Minister Narendra Modi for the decisive and timely step to provide free vaccines to all Indian citizens above 18 years from 21st of June. 
The Confederation of Indian Industry, CII, has welcomed Prime Minister Narendra Modi's announcement regarding the centralization of vaccine procurement. In a statement, CII President T.V. Narendran said the decision will ensure uniformity in prices of vaccines besides ensuring quicker rollout. This would also ensure an equitable allocation of vaccines to states. CII has also welcomed the decision to retain 25% vaccine procurement by the private sector, stating that it will enable industry to contribute to the vaccination drive. The centre has issued SOPs for vaccination of persons undertaking international travel for educational purposes. It has also issued guidelines for people travelling abroad for employment opportunities or as part of India's contingent for the Tokyo Olympic Games. The Health Ministry said COVID certificates will have to be linked to passports for such travellers. It said mention of vaccine type as COVID shield is sufficient and no other qualifying entries are required in the vaccination certificates. A report. The state government shall designate a competent authority in each district for permission for such administration of second dose of Covishield. The competent authority shall check whether a period of 28 days has elapsed after the date of first dose and genuineness of the purpose of travel based on documents related to travel. This facility shall be available to those who need to undertake international travel for the specified purposes in the period up to 31st August. 2021. The ministry clarified that Covishield produced by the Serum Institute of India and approved by the DCGI is one of the approved vaccines of WHO for use as on 3rd June 2021. The Covin system will also soon provide the facility for administration of second dose in such exceptional cases. The ministry advised that vaccination may be availed in such cases through passport which is one of the permissible ID documents according to the current guidelines. With Subhagya, Anupam AR News, Delhi. Health and Family Welfare Minister Dr. Harshwardhan has said that India is witnessing a significant decline in active caseloads and fresh cases of coronavirus. He said the recovery rate from the infection is also continuously improving. Addressing the 28th Group of Ministers meeting yesterday, the Union Minister said the country's daily recoveries continue to outnumber the daily new cases for the 25th consecutive day. He said the recovery rate has further improved to 93.94%. He said there are over 14 lakh active cases in the country at present and 83% active cases are in 10 states. In Uttar Pradesh, COVID curfew has been lifted from 72 districts. Curfew continues now only in three districts of the state, including the state capital Lucknow, Gorakhpur and Meerut. Meanwhile, new COVID cases are decreasing sharply in the state and for the first time, it has come down below 1,000. A report. Decreasing COVID infection resulted in lifting of COVID curfew in Saharanpur district where active COVID cases are less than 600 and now shops can open in the district from today. The decision to continue the COVID curfew in remaining three districts, Lucknow, Meerut and Gorakhpur will be taken by Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath today. The positivity rate in a state is decreasing day by day and now it is less than 1% while recovery rate is around 98%. Despite of conducting more than 2,80,000 COVID tests, the new found cases in last 24 hours are only 727. Yesterday, not a single new case was found in two districts, while in nine districts, only one new patient was diagnosed COVID positive. The state now has around 15,000 active COVID cases. Sushil Chandra Tiwari, AIR News, Lucknow. 
In Bihar, 24-hour vaccination will begin from today at selected vaccination centers of the state. Health Minister Mangal Pandey said vaccination will be taking place at two places in Patna and Sadar hospitals in each district of the state. Mr. Pandey said instructions have been issued to civil surgeons of different districts to make necessary arrangements of vaccination during night hours. Online and on-the-spot registration will be available at the vaccination centers. In Rajasthan, the state government has announced some more relaxations under Unlock 2.0. The new guidelines issued by the Home Department yesterday night have come into effect from 5 a.m. today. More in this report. Now, most of the business establishments are allowed to open from morning to 5 in the evening, but weekend curfew will be continued. All government and private offices can now be open till 4 p.m. with 50% attendance. All government and private educational institutions have also been allowed to open, but students will not be called for academic activities. Roadways and private buses will start operating in the state from June 10. But the city bus service running in the cities will be restricted. Public parks will also open from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Meanwhile, the positivity rate in the state has come down to below 2%. Jitendra Divedi, AIR News, Jaipur. In Chhattisgarh, the situation of COVID infection is improving steadily. Besides, the COVID vaccination campaign is also going on in full swing. More from our Raipur correspondent. In Chhattisgarh, so far more than 80,30,000 people in the age group of 18 to 44 years have been vaccinated against COVID-19. Besides, 77% of the people above the age of 45 years have also been vaccinated. In three districts of the state, Mahasamund, Raigad and Thamtari, the first dose has been administered to 100% of the people above the age of 45. Apart from this, the first dose of COVID vaccine has been given to 100% frontline workers in the state. As far as health workers are concerned, 90% of them have been vaccinated. Vikalp Shukla, AIR News, Raipur. The Union Minister Dharmendra Pradhan has said that India has produced 3 lakh metric tons of oxygen in the month of April and May this year. Out of these, 2 lakh metric tons of oxygen has been produced by steel plants and petroleum refineries alone. Inauguration uh, of a 100-bedded COVID hospital of Tata Steel in Denkanal in Odisha yesterday, the Union Steel and Petroleum Natural Gas Minister Mr. Pradhan said the steel industries have ramped up oxygen production to fulfill the oxygen demand of the country. We have more from our Bhuvneshwar correspondent. Throwing more light on the contribution of Bodhisa to the overall oxygen production in the country, Mr. Pradhan said that in the last two months, while the Raurkila steel plant under the Steel Authority of India Limited at Raurkila has produced 17,000 metric tons of liquid medical oxygen, other steel plants of Tata and Jindal in Odisha have produced 38,000 metric tons of medical oxygen. Odisha has all along been a frontline state in supplying medical oxygen to many other states to meet their oxygen shortfall during the ongoing second wave of the pandemic. Meanwhile, the daily number of new COVID-19 cases in Odisha has nosedived to about 6,000 cases in the last 24 hours, even as the state's COVID-19 active case load still stands at about 77,000. Girish Chandra Das, AIR News, Bhubaneswar. 
In Karnataka, the state government has decided to spend 1,500 crore rupees to upgrade 149 taluk and 19 district hospitals in preparation for a possible COVID third wave. The Deputy Chief Minister and State COVID Task Force Head, Dr. C. N. Ashwatha Narayana, informed media persons in Bengaluru yesterday that upgradation will be done within a period of three months. We have more from our correspondent. Out of 1,500 crore rupees, around 800 crore rupees will be used for infrastructure revamp, and remaining 600 to 700 crore rupees will be for paying salary to the staff every year. The goal is to create all essential health facilities at the district and taluk level. It is planned to appoint 4,000 doctors and supporting staff with the diagnostic facilities. Oxygen beds will be augmented. It is also planned to impart seamen's training to 10th and 12th pass students in basic life support techniques so that they can be deployed in hospital. Hospitals and ambulances. On increasing vaccination coverage, the minister said that state is expected to receive 80 lakh doses of vaccine this month. He said that 51% of people above 45 year age have been vaccinated in the state. Sudhendra, AIR News, Bengaluru. The Indian Navy has inducted three indigenously built advanced light helicopters, ALH MK3, that would be used for maritime reconnaissance and coastal security. The three helicopters made by the center-run Hindustan Aeronautics Limited were inducted at the Indian Naval Station INS Dega, Eastern Naval Command (ENC) in Visakhapatnam. An official statement said, "You are listening to the morning news on All India Radio. A reminder of the headlines before we move on: Prime Minister Narendra Modi announces free vaccine to all above 18 years from 21st of June." Government not only enhanced speed but also widened the ambit of vaccination. Pradhan Mantri Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana extended till Diwali. Over 80 crore countrymen to get free food grains till November. State governments and other stakeholders welcomed Prime Minister's decision to provide free of cost vaccines and food grains. National COVID-19 recovery rate stands at 93.94%. Indian Navy inducts three indigenously built advanced light helicopters ALH MK3. World Bank approves 500 million dollar program to help boost India's MSME sector. Bombay Stock Exchange crosses milestone of 7 crore registered users. Maldives Foreign Minister Abdullah Shahid elected as president of 76th session of UN General Assembly. India defeated Bangladesh 2-0 in AFC Asian Cup 2023 qualifiers at Doha. And in tennis, defending champion Rafael Nadal enters quarterfinals of French Open. Maria Sakkari becomes first Greek woman to reach a Grand Slam singles quarterfinal. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts. The World Bank has approved a 500 million US dollar program to help boost India's MSME sector. The program targets improvements in the performance of 5 lakh 50000 msmes out of some 58 million msmes in the country more than 40% lack access to formal sources of finance the msme sector is the backbone of the country's economy contributing 30% of india's gdp and 40% of exports the bombay stock exchange has crossed the milestone of 7 crore registered users based on unique client code In a statement BSE said that the journey from 6 to 7 crore users took just 139 days adding that 82 lakh of these new users are in the age group of 20 to 40 years besides the market capitalization of BSE listed companies recorded a new high cruising at over 227 lakh crore rupees 
post touching 3 trillion dollar mark on 25th of may 2021 prime minister narendra modi has said that he is pained by the loss of lives due to a fire at the factory in pune maharashtra in a tweet mr modi expressed condolences to the bereaved families at least 17 people including 15 women were charged to death in the fire that broke out at an industrial plant about 16 kilometers from pune prime minister's office pmo said mr modi has announced an exgratia of 2 lakh rupees each from the prime minister's national relief fund for the next of kin of those who've lost their lives due to the fire at an industrial unit in pune maharashtra 50000 rupees will be provided to those injured A delegation of the Maharashtra government led by Chief Minister Uddhav Thackeray and Deputy Chief Minister Ajit Pawar will meet Prime Minister Narendra Modi in New Delhi today. They will discuss issues like Maratha and other backward classes OBC reservation and cyclone Tote relief. This was informed by Home Minister Dilip Valse Patil. Last month Mr Thackeray had written to Prime Minister Modi and urged him to take steps to declare the Maratha community in the state. as socially and educationally backward so as to enable them to claim reservations in educational institutions and government jobs environment minister prakash javdekar will launch a two month long awareness campaign on the topic of plastic waste management and elimination of identified single use plastics items on world oceans day to day in a tweet mr javdekar said plastic litter has adverse impacts on not only terrestrial but aquatic ecosystems also Maldives Foreign Minister Abdullah Shahid was yesterday elected as the president of the 76th session of the UN General Assembly. In the 193 member General Assembly, 143 votes were polled in fa- his favor out of the total 191 ballots cast. Mr Shahid will preside over the 76th session of the UN body that will commence in September. Former Foreign Minister of Afghanistan Dr Zalmay Rasul was the other contestant. India has been elected to the United Nations Economic and Social Council ECOSOC for the term 2022-24. The ECOSOC is at the center of the United Nations development system and brings together people and issues to promote collective action for a sustainable world. Permanent representative of India to United Nations TS Tirumurthy has thanked all member states of the United Nations for their vote of confidence in India for ECOSOC. And now moving on to our sports roundup segment in the AFC Asian Cup 2023 qualifiers Indian captain Sunil Chhetri struck twice in the closing minutes to hand India a 2-0 win over Bangladesh to revive his team's prospects of advancing from group E Chhetri scored in the 79th and 90th minutes to give India their first win in group E and 3 points the win gave a boost to India's hopes of sealing a place in the third round India are only fighting to qualify for the Asian Cup as they are out of contention for the 2022 World Cup. India now have 6 points in 7 matches and are placed third in the group. They have lost 3 matches and 3 games have ended in draws. In the French Open tennis tournament, 13-time champion Spaniard Rafael Nadal kept teenager Yannick Sinner's title aspirations in check. by defeating the world number 19 italian 756360 to book a spot in the quarterfinals nadal the four-time defending champion will now clash with 10th seed argentinian diego schwartzman 
who hit sublime form as he overcame Germany's world number 42, Jan Leonard Struff, to make the last ace great. The win also means Nadal and Djokovic are in, on a collision course in the semi-final. In the women's section, world number 18, Greek Maria Sakari secured a spot in her first Grand Slam quarterfinals, defeating last year's runner-up, Sofia Kenin. Sakari became the first Greek woman to reach a Grand Slam singles quarterfinal. With 45 days to go for Tokyo Olympic Games, All India Radio will regularly profile some of the biggest Indian medal contenders. Today, we feature India's most prominent young athlete, javelin thrower Neeraj Chopra. Born on December 24, 1997, Neeraj Chopra is India's biggest medal prospects at the Tokyo Games, despite the history that our country has never won an Olympic medal in javelin throw. The 23-year-old established himself as one of the brightest track and field stars ever since he won a stunning gold medal at 2016 Junior World Championships in Poland. In fact, he broke a junior world record with a throw of 86.48 meters, which was better than distance thrown to win the bronze medal a month later at the Rio Olympics. Neeraj further proved his supremacy in the Commonwealth Games and the Asian Games. In 2019, Neeraj had an elbow surgery. He made an impressive comeback by qualifying for the Tokyo Games with the throw of 87.86 meter at the Acne League in South Africa in January 2020. Like any other top athlete in the world, Neeraj missed quality competition since then due to COVID-19 pandemic for more than a year now. But he broke his own national record in March this year, throwing a distance of 88.07 meter in Patiala. Atirana Sports Desk. A three-member Indian women's recurve archery team of Deepika Kumari, Ankita Bhakat, and Komalika Bhari reached Paris today to compete in World Olympic Qualification Tournament beginning 17th of June. Deepika had qualified for the Tokyo Olympic Games in an individual event in November 2019, but the Indian team was off target. In Paris, the top three teams will be allotted quota places for the Olympics. Indian archers now will undergo mandatory 10-day quarantine in Paris and get acclimatized for the main event. Now let us take a look at the weather update for today. Jammu will have a mainly clear sky. The minimum temperature was 27 degrees. Maximum will be around 40 degrees. Srinagar will also have a mainly clear sky. Temperature will hover between 18 and 33 degrees Celsius. Lay will have a partly cloudy sky. The minimum and maximum temperatures will be between 9 and 24 degrees Celsius. Gilgit will see a partly cloudy sky. Muzaffarabad will have a mainly clear sky. Chandigarh will have a mainly clear sky as well. Uh, Dehradun will have a mainly clear sky. National capital Delhi will have strong surface winds. Mumbai will have a partly cloudy sky with one or two spells of rain or thunder showers. Chennai will see a generally cloudy sky with light rain or drizzle. And now an overview of today's newspapers. Prime Minister's broadcast to the nation yesterday is the top news in all dailies. Free Vax for 18 plus, Center to Procure Doses for States, says PM, headlines the Times of India. New policy to come into effect from June 21. Hindustan Times quotes the PM as saying 800 million Indians will get rationed till Diwali. Domestic air travel likely to get easier for fully vaccinated, writes the Hindu. Students flying overseas can get COVID shield second jab after 28 days, reports the Asian Age. 30,000 kids often lost a parent or abandoned due to COVID pandemic, says the National Commission of Protection of Child Rights, reports a pioneer. 
Covaxin trials aims Delhi start screening of children, writes the statesman. Supreme Court's order to evict encroachers from Aravalli forest land has been noted by the Tribune on its front page. And finally, Madras High Court issues guidelines prohibiting attempts to medically cure or change sexual orientation of LGBTIQA plus people. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi announces free vaccine to all above 18 years from 21st of June. Says, government not only enhanced speed, but also widened the ambit of vaccination. Pradhan Mantri Gharib Kalyan Anna Yojana extended till Diwali over 80 crore countrymen to get free food grains till November. State governments and other stakeholders welcome Prime Minister's decision to provide free of cost vaccine and food grains. National COVID-19 recovery rate stands at 93.94%. Indian Navy inducts three indigenously built advanced light helicopters ALHNK3. World Bank approves $500 million program to help boost India's MSME sector. Bombay Stock Exchange crosses milestone of 7 crore registered users. Maldives Foreign Minister Abdullah Shahid elected as President of 76th Session of UN General Assembly. India defeat Bangladesh 2-0 in AFC Asian Cup 2023 qualifiers at Doha. And in tennis, defending champion Rafael Nadal enters quarterfinals of French Open. Maria Sakari becomes first Greek woman to reach a Grand Slam singles quarterfinal. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com and news on AIR app. And with that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day.